and we're back and we're live on the tube. And today we look into the conspiracy that it can't be true that the government hates black people. No way. They love all people. They got you. They're rolling out the vaccines because they love you. And there's no one they love. You know, like, how can you be vaccine hesitant? How? It's not like there was Tuskegee trials where they just gave black people syphilis for decades without their knowledge to see how the virus would play out without telling them until Ted Kennedy shut it down. No. Or there was no such thing as Black Wall Street that the white people just invaded and destroyed. Trust us. We got you. We want you to be healthy. And then what about crack? That didn't destroy any communities. It definitely didn't destroy black communities. If you think that, you're racist. For sure. Because it was to help. It was to alleviate stress and bring the family together. It was never to flood the waves with a phrase called crack babies. So you could take the babies away from the mothers and lock the mothers up and destroy the family, which is the greatest way to destroy a society is to take mothers away. When you lose a woman, you lose a mother, a provider, and a community is destroyed. I got that from a, I'm going to show you a scene from it right now because crack cocaine, that couldn't have come from the government. They love you so much. In fact, they would put their own children aside for you to flourish and have the happiest life ever. They've shown it like to be hesitant. You got to be crazy. Listen, we screwed you with the Tuskegee trials. We screwed you with crack being the real virus that destroyed communities. We took away babies and locked up mothers. But this time we mean it sincerely that we want you to be great. You know, Seneca Village in New York, that was a different time. We just wanted to build a park and take away the black community. But this time in 2020, 21, 22, we love you. Our history shows the exact opposite. But if you think that that stuff happened, you didn't see anything. You are brainwashed by accurate information. I mean, inaccurate information. Okay. So why am I calling this out? Because black people, African-Americans are ahead of the game on this one. They haven't, I, what's opened up my eyes is all the African-Americans I talked to in the past week saying like, we just want the government to stay out of our lives and to be happy and leave, leave us alone. And like, there's no trust there. You never showed that you cared about us. And all the black people I'm talking to are like, yeah, we knew that. I knew that since I was like three years old. The government wants to kill us. I'm like, what? I was like, I'm just learning about this. Like the Tuskegee trials. Like, yeah. They're like, they've always done this. I'm like, oh my God. Are you serious? I've lived in alternate reality my entire life. And listen, as a white male, as unfair as it is, and as much as I disagree with it, I didn't have to really worry about anything. Again, it's not right. But it's just the way it was. I didn't have to really care. And then all of a sudden, the government and those in power, the powers that be, started tepping, stepping on my toes. And that pisses me off. And so now I look into every time I see the word conspiracy, as in the Netflix documentary, which I'll play a clip in a second, which is crack, cocaine, corruption, and conspiracy. There is no way 
the United States government who loves you so much. And Joe Biden, who said, if you do not vote for me, you ain't black. We'll play that, too, with Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club. You ain't black if you don't vote for me. He's making everybody's life so great right now. If you're African-American, you probably haven't flourished so much since ever. Every single person of the human race is just flourishing right now. We're not going into something worse than like the Great Depression. No, there's not people dying of famine. There's not famine that's increasing for the first time in decades. It's not true. Sri Lanka didn't get their government overthrown. That's false. There isn't a fentanyl epidemic now that closely resembles, um, I don't know, the crack epidemic that's killing us from within. It's not true. Yes, the police confiscated a million fentanyl pills, but it was there to help you. What don't you understand? Are you stupid? You must be stupid. How can you ever think that us funneling fentanyl could be to hurt you? This is a clip from a great documentary on Netflix. Again, it's called Crack, Cocaine, Corruption, and our favorite word, everybody now, one, two, three, conspiracy, which we are proving time and time again. Since we are apolitical, we are not interested in conspiracies. We are only about nonfiction and the betterment of lives of the whole human race. That, in fact, conspiracies seem to mean truth as we continue in the information age where everything can be truly debunked, not Reuters debunked, not Pfizer debunked, but debunked by you. So check out this clip where the conspiracy of crack entering black neighborhoods because the government hates you. It can't be true. They're rolling out vaccines not to make money, not to give you something to get you like digital ID so they can track you and have surveillance on every movement you have. That is not true. You, you're an idiot. You're dumb. If you think that you are a moron, right? Maybe not. Maybe we're just really smart and finding out the truth after all these years. And really the U S has been enforced for bad, perhaps conspiracy. Hmm. It's not really looking that way. So let's start this one off. This is, um, this is a clip of the conspiracy about crack being intentionally put into black neighborhoods to hurt the black community. Let's see, take a listen. I was getting my cocaine from Nicaraguans, the majority of it. You know, it was other sources that I have gotten cocaine from, but uh, my main source was Nicaraguans. Central America was going through violent civil wars at the time in Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, and Nicaragua. The United States had supported dictatorship in Nicaragua. That government was overthrown by the Sandinista movement in 1979. It was a pretty much a ragtag band of leftists and Marxists. The Sandinista dictatorship of Nicaragua, with full Cuban-Soviet bloc support, not only persecutes its people, the church, and denies a free press, but arms and provides bases for communist terrorists attacking neighboring states. The United States said 
we're not going to tolerate Marxists in Central America. So they started working with bands of guerrillas, facilitating them to take on the Marxist government in Nicaragua. Those were the Contras. They were fed, fueled, and paid for by the United States government. President Reagan was holding press conferences and doing speeches almost on a daily basis. Those freedom fighters are inside Nicaragua today because we made a commitment to them. He was hailing the Contras as being the moral equivalents of our founding fathers. Are we going to cut them off now and leave them defenseless? If we do, who will ever trust in the United States of America again? Congress does not want to support a civil war in Central America. I oppose any aid and assistance uh, to the uh, Contras. I believe that the American people do not want wider war. I believe the American people want to give peace a chance. The time has come to put this policy of this administration of support to Contras to bed. This was a policy that was born in deception, born in lies, born in cover-ups. Before we invest one more dime in Central America, let's take care of the people who live in this country. So Congress says we cannot use federal money to support the Contras. Can't buy them weapons, can't buy them uniforms, can't buy them ammunition. At that point, the Reagan administration began to look for alternative sources of funding. And one of those sources of funding became profits from the sale of arms to Iran. We started selling missiles and rockets to Iran illegally and taking the profit that amounted to 15, 30 million dollars that could be shifted to pay for what was now an illegal Contra war that Congress would not fund. We worked with pilots who were flying aid down to the Contras and U.S. officials not just looked the other way, but collaborated with just about any unsavory and, and dirty individual. I was working with the Associated Press on the story about U.S. involvement with the Contra rebels in Nicaragua. And we kept hearing these stories, and it was all kind of in the realm of disbelief for me. We had more than three dozen sources describing one or another element of cocaine smuggling by the Nicaraguan Contras. John Kerry was newly elected to the United States Senate when we published our story and he sent some of his staff out to start looking into this. Uh, today, we are going to proceed to tell a piece of the Contra drug uh, story. After the guns were unloaded, was something loaded into the airplane? Uh, yes, I loaded about 17 duffel bags and uh, five or six uh, two-foot square boxes in the aircraft. What was in the duffel bags? Coke. Cocaine. And in the boxes? Cocaine. This was a scandal of very large proportions. White House involved in secretly funneling guns to a rebel group in Central America, financed by sales of missiles to Iran, at least turning a blind eye to cocaine smuggling into the United States to finance this secret and illegal war. It was 
is the perfect template for drug smuggling. When you ship guns to Central America, you could unload the guns and put on duffel bags full of cocaine, fly it back for the Contras. It profited for the smugglers. It was a cozy arrangement that worked for everyone except the American people. Who looked the other way, knew about or collaborated with drug smugglers uh, uh, in their quest to overthrow the Sandinista government. Our goal was to defeat communism in Central America. And if that meant drugs got in and the youth of America... That's just the way it's going to be. But if you don't vote for Biden, you ain't black. In fact, let's play that real quick, and then we'll tie this all together. Let's just play that real quick, because it's just mind-blowing. It's been going on forever, and yet now, all of a sudden, no. Now it would just stop. Now we have the best of intentions, even though we've never had the best of intentions. Come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump. (laughs) I'm a white male, okay? I got no skin in that game, but that's a ridiculous thing to say. And we're talking about the Reagan era back in like 86, in the 80s. We're going to bring crack, we're going to bring cocaine and crack to the American people, and, and that means the youth are going to take it? Well, then so be it, because we need to beat communism. And if that means that people need to die that are innocent and just trying to live their lives, well, we have to let that happen, because we need to do what's in the best interest of the government. But now, if you hesitate when we want to give you something and put it into your body, if you do not trust us, you are not only dumb, you're most likely racist. You definitely ain't black. You heard that from the president. You ain't black. That's for sure. But you're just a bad person overall. You don't want to protect everybody. Yet now we know when it goes to the, comes to the jab, it's, it doesn't stop transmission. In fact, everybody who said it would stop transmission got COVID after getting the shot. It's like opposite day every day of the week. And I give so much credit to the African-American community for, I mean, it's unfortunate and it's awful, but they have a heads up and an inclination that something's wrong, that white people are just figuring out right now. Even like myself over the past year, that late to the game, you know, this was over 40 years ago, the stuff we're looking at, the Tuskegee experiment, where they literally gave syphilis to African-Americans and did not tell them and did not treat them to see what would happen if you left syphilis untreated. Totally illegal. A hundred plus people died from it. But yet we're going to give you something this time. And this time we mean well. This is bananas. I mean, this is ridiculous. In fact, there's so many things that are eerily similar to today. They were willing to put 
the youth in America, no matter what race or creed or whatever, sex, gender, I don't care that you are, put you at risk because of drugs coming in in order to beat our macro agenda of proving that we have a better democratic society than the communists do. We need to win on the macroeconomic uh, scale. And if that means that your child needs to die, then so be it. I mean, literally, it seems like what's going on now in the media and everyone who's tied into this administration, all of them are bad. You know we're apolitical. We're just going off current events now. That if you question anything, you're racist and all this stuff. Yet the people who are least vaccinated are the African-Americans and then the Latino community or Latino community. Or if you listen to Jill Biden, the president, the first lady, you're the taco community, the tacos. Like all the breakfast tacos. How out of touch is that? That's bananas. It's crazy. The reason they do not get it is because every time the government has done something for that community, or should I say to that community, it's been to hurt them. I mean, how much do you really know about Seneca Village? How much do you know about Seneca Village? Do you, we don't even know that much about it. We're just finding out a lot about it because we're excavating it in Central Park. Where the government, again, wow, what do you know? Took the land to build Central Park against the will of the African-American people. Before Central Park was created, the landscape along what is now the park's perimeter from West 82nd to West 89th was the site of Seneca Village a community of predominantly African-Americans, many of whom owned property. By 1855, the village consisted of approximately, two, approximately 225 residents, made up of roughly two-thirds African-American, one-third Irish immigrants, and a small number of individuals of German descent. But what happened to Seneca Village, huh? What happened? Seneca Village began in 1825. And we're going to get to Black Wall Street. And in every scenario, the government has screwed black people. And to think they won't screw all people is really just idiotic now. And it's frustrating to me because clearly there's things that are eerily similar today, like worried about a macroeconomic game of Ukraine and stuff and not giving a damn about the people in the country. And I don't even care about the country itself. I just care about innocent people getting hurt. By the mid 1850s, Seneca Village comprised of 50 homes and three churches, as well as burial grounds and a school for African American students. It was a thriving, a thriving African American community. That sounds great, doesn't it? Well, the government didn't think so. So, what did they do? They declared imminent domain. Do you know what imminent domain is? Well, imminent domain is when you take private land from people for public use you pay them for that land even if they don't want to sell it for a price that doesn't have to be what they're asking for it and then you get ownership as the power the almighty saints from heaven the united states government who cares about all people and only wants the best for you and your family and you, all your kids that are to come i know to think otherwise it just makes me an idiot i know i'm aware i'm aware i live in bizarro world no we live in bizarre world. 
We have lived in an alternate reality from what is true for a long time. And in today's world, in 2022, July 24, 2022, when I talked to this really, really nice African-American woman and was like, I just want the government to stay out of my life. But now they're stepping on my toes. And I was like, you know, how can anyone trust them? She's like, yeah, we haven't trusted them forever. And I was like, yeah, the Tuskegee. She's like, yeah, the Tuskegee trials, Black Wall Street. I'm like, oh, my God, you knew about this? Like, yeah, but I didn't know about this. Why don't we learn about this stuff? But the United States is about equal. I love the word choices equality, inclusive. And if you disagree with their agenda, you are racist or you ain't black. But yet it seems like the very people who say those things are the ones that are projecting their real feelings. Like the ones that are calling you racist seem to be the ones that are racist. And the ones being called racist, I'm sure in some instances they might be, but for the most part, they are not. On this podcast, we are apolitical pro-human, so therefore we cannot be racist because we love humans. And if you are whatever color, you're human. So we love you and we accept you and we want you to be part of the community. But yet I have a fingers being point that are like, you're racist if you don't agree with our agenda. How backwards is that? And it's so eerily familiar of breaking down the family. And I have no problem with gay, lesbian, all this stuff. But we're told that Trump is the racist, that, that everybody else is the racist. I'm not a supporter of any president ever. We are apolitical. I always have to say that because people get confused. When you bring Trump in it, it pulls on emotional strings that are irrational, and they want to put you in a certain category. We can't be put in that category. We are apolitical. But we're told that if you're, Trump is racist and everyone supports him is racist, yet Kodak Black is a rapper who got in trouble overseas and was going to be put in prison, and Trump got him back. That is an objective truth. Now you got Brittany Griner still held in contempt in Russia. We're not talking about, I've got a lot of comments about why does it matter with Brittany? What about all the other people? The, that's not the point. The point is, is that the very people in power make it such a point that they love people of minority groups. They love African-Americans. They love women. They love you more if you're gay or lesbian. Brittany Griner is all of that. And yet you haven't brought her back. But the racist Donald Trump brought back Kodak Black. And then I listened to a podcast with DaBaby, another rapper, and he's asked about Trump. And he's like, yeah, Trump's a gangster. And I'm like, what is going on here? Everything we're told is opposite. How can the baby like Trump? How can he call him a gangster? That means he ain't black. That's what Biden says. But it seems like every policy that Biden has is to hurt the African-American community. But yet you will get distracted because we are going to put a black woman in the Supreme Court. It's all gaslighting and smoke screens. Gaslighting, a word I didn't even know existed three years ago. Or like if you question, no, what do you mean George Soros, Klaus Schwab, there's a one world government? No, there's not. There's a famine? No, there's not. Or like the New York Times writer who got a Pulitzer Prize for how Russia starved people in Ukraine decades ago. And now the same very newspaper, the New York Times, 
that promoted starving Ukrainians is now saying stand with Ukraine. Look this up. You can't make it up. It's whatever is in the best interest of the powers that be that gives them more wealth and more power. That is what that makes the agenda. And then if you disagree with it, then you are the racist. You are the sexist. You are whatever that is bad in this world. And we stand for what's good. We want what's best for you. That's why when we get all this wealth and power, we give it back to you. You just didn't know. While you're starving to death, we really mean well. And for you to question us makes you a horrible human and you probably deserve the, te- the either the death chair or a public hanging. Which one do you want? Or even better, why don't we just blindfold you and just shoot you from behind? I mean, this is crazy. It's so crazy that I feel like I'm crazy. But then I keep going deeper and all the facts are real. Like Black Wall Street, the reason they got invaded by all these white people and the whole thing was burned down. There were black-owned businesses, the largest hotel with 55 luxurious rooms was there. This one African-American man who was very wealthy started this and then would give people loans to start communities. It was this massive area in Tulsa, in Oklahoma. Massive. Called Black Wall Street. And the white people invaded it and destroyed it because supposedly, which I think this is probably fake news now, probably just an excuse it was built for black people by black people like fubu (laughs) similar right what's the wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that it's cool um i like damon john he's really short though it's interesting um so it wasn't long before the affluent african americans attracted the attention of local white residents who resented the upscale lifestyle of people they deemed to be an inferior race. But if you support black people in any way, you're racist. With the resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan, obviously not good. Nothing's good. And there was accusation of sexual assault, which ignited the riots. So supposedly in 1921, a 19-year-old named Dick Rowland, a black shoe shiner, was accused of attempted sexual assault of a 17-year-old white elevator operator a white elevator operator. What was she doing? Just clicking the buttons? Named Sarah Page. When an angry white mob went to the courthouse to demand that the sheriff hand over Roland, the sheriff refused. A group of about 25 armed black men, including many World War I veterans, that means they fought for the United States, by the way, then went to the courthouse to offer help guarding Roland. As word of possible lynching spread, a group of around 75 armed black men returned to the courthouse where they were met by some 1,500 whites, 75 armed black men and 1,500 whites. After clashes between the groups, the black men retreated to Greenwood. Mobs of armed white men then descended on Greenwood, looting homes, burning down businesses, and shooting black residents dead on the spot. Let me get to the punchline. Long story short, They destroyed Black Wall Street, where African-Americans were flourishing. Was that at the behest of the government? We don't know. Likely? Probably. But we're supposed to believe that everything they're doing in 2022 is in the best interest of all people. Yet, the most racist thing you could probably do in this year is say you can't do something unless you're vaccinated when we know the least vaccinated people are African-Americans because everything the government has ever given or tested on them 
because this is a test. It's a trial period. And one that you can't even sue over. There's no, there's no liability, no product liability, by the way, that period's over. If your product's so good, if it's so good, why is there no product liability? Why is there no competition? Don't ask questions. Look the other way or we'll kill you. But black people question that because everything that they've been told would help them has destroyed their communities and everything about them. Everything. They started splashing the media with the term crack babies. Look at the, look up crack babies. Learn about where crack babies came from and why it was created. It was created by the mainstream media. Your favorite. They love you. They love you. They love you. Don't question that. Just say, I love you too. Crack babies because it would allow them to lock up the mother, take away the babies, which I'm sure now that we know, they probably took the babies for like government experiments and stuff or like killed them because they love that. They're all about that life. And then the moms would be locked up. And when you take a woman, it ruins the family. She's the provider. Like I said earlier, she's the mother and communities are destroyed from within. And that very term was used to combat the black community in a negative way. No wonder, no wonder. And then we just saw in that video and you could look up all of it yourself as we always advise you to do on this podcast. That crack infiltrated specifically poor black communities to destroy them. And it was all done by design by the United States government. And not only that, we have the current sitting president, Joe Biden. If you don't vote for him, you ain't black. That's his quote. You saw that. I love that. That's amazing. That's what an amazing white quote. It's crazy. You ain't black. If you don't vote for him. <laughs> okay, Joe, what do you know about being black? Oh, well, I know that I'm going to create laws that if anybody even has a little bit of crack cocaine, they're going to get locked up. And I bet you millions, probably not even hundreds of thousands, millions of African-Americans have been locked up for having crack. We have videos, clear proof of Hunter Biden having the very same crack that he wants all the African-Americans to be locked up over. And yet his son currently lives in Venice being protected by secret service agents, not in jail, but free, still doing crack and sleeping with prostitutes and even yelling at prostitutes for not giving him enough crack because it only weighed 2.7 grams. Look up the video. Look it up. 2.7 should be 2.8. It's not enough crack. There are literally videos of Joe Biden before Congress saying, I think holding a little bag of crack. If you have this, it's minimum five years in prison. And then since then, since like the eighties, he's locked up hundreds of thousands or millions of black people over it. And his son has time and time again been caught. And we have videos, countless videos of him with crack, smoking it, weighing it, probably having sex with it. That guy would put his dick in anything. It's the truth. In fact, I saw a funny meme. It said, shocking picture of Hunter Biden. Shocking. Fully clothed and sober. <laughs> shocking video just released of Hunter Biden. Not smoking crap, crack or crap and not with any prostitutes. But he's not in jail. 
And if you question that, does that make you a racist? Yes. Does that make you a bad person? Yes. Does he want what's best for you, whether you're white, black, Latino, or a taco? Yes. He loves white people, black people, and all tacos. That is so fucked up. Like, come on. I don't understand why it's so damn difficult to just be for the people. And when I say people, I don't even mean Americans. I'm just saying people, human beings, the race. Why are we trying to depopulate 90% of the world, according to Klaus Schwab, who's currently in charge of the new world order that they're trying to get to, starving people, and that they're barraging the airways and overflooding it with bullshit information to convince you that their agenda is right and to confuse you and not to be able to find the facts. But here's the problem. People like us, you and I, we find the facts and we don't just sit on it and dismiss them. No, we fucking share them. And we want you to share them because it's important that people know the truth. And I'm sick and tired of people pointing at other people, calling them names when they are the very names they are calling other people. They are hurting the very people they're saying that you are hurting. How many times did you hear like, oh, Putin has cancer. What does that mean? That means Biden has cancer. If Biden says you ain't black, you know what that means? He ain't black. Just turn it reverse. Reverse everything they say, and it will make sense. Ready? If Biden says you don't like black people, that means he doesn't like black people. If he wants to lock up your kid, that means he doesn't want to lock up his kid. You see how that works? It works perfectly. It's like unbelievable. And no, I am not an oracle. All I do is search the world wide web. truth. Dot com forward slash Jonathan Kogan forward slash in case you forgot the ownership economy podcast. No, I'm kidding. It's not a real website, but you know what I'm saying? So I just want to applaud and give credit to the African-American community for knowing what's up. And I want to get upset about one thing. Why didn't you let me know what's up too? I want to know. I had to find this all out like this. I confronted to all, all, all my African-American friends and black people that I know. And they're like, yeah, we already knew this for like 30 years. Like, what? Like, wh why did you include me? Well, because, you know, we thought everyone knew. No, not everyone knew. Not everyone knew. By the way, not everyone knew. But now I know. But you guys knew the government was bad forever. Because they totally screwed you in 9 million scenarios. You can't just give people syphilis to watch them without telling them and let them die. You can't just destroy Black Wall Street. You can't just flood their city in Georgia. You can't just destroy Seneca Village to build a park. I'm a believer that most of this country isn't, in fact, racist. But the administration that is calling everyone racist is the racist ones in the situation. Kodak Black got brought back by Donald Trump. He is a black rapper and a good one. Brittany Griner is a black lesbian athlete. The administration has not brought her back. Who would fit the criteria of not caring about black people more, Trump or Biden? Those are just the two examples we have.
I don't understand why it's so controversial. I think everybody's catching on that everything we've been taught to believe is 100% bullshit. Just like they asked Nancy Pelosi, did you ever tell your husband about any, you know, laws that are going to pass that would make you rich? And she walks off stage after her husband pockets millions of dollars after a bill passed where they get $52 billion in funding. Guys, gals, people, we can't keep turning a blind eye. They're trying to kill us. They're trying to hurt us. And I think every community needs to wake up, needs to wake up, and we need to form our own communities. We need to find people that are like us that we willingly want to be with and then connect with each other on the network, the, the, um, the internet, and then get a physical area of land and build a community around the values that we all share. That's the world we need to get to. We need to start exiting the nation state. This is the dissolution of the nation state. It's written here in 97, perfectly almost. Like, unbelievably perfect, for the most part. We need to come together with those that value us and that we value and start our own communities around our values that are important to us, whatever that may be. And then all the other communities, just stay out and do your own thing. And everyone willingly joins it. You're not forced to join a community because of your physical location, a.k.a. The United States of America, you're born here, so you have to be American. No, 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 no. You should find a network on the internet with the people that share the values that you share, whether that be like being keto on a keto diet. So everybody who puts a keto diet, first and foremost, they all connect. Then they build a physical area with keto restaurants and keto-friendly grocery stores and all this stuff. And that is one of the moral deficits that that community is solving that doesn't exist in their current community, and then people willingly join that private community and either contribute to it to build these things. And that's the type of world we need to get to sooner than later. This shit is crumbling. And it's crumbling pretty fast. And I'm not saying that to be pessimistic or anything like that. I'm just saying that for people to start doing their own research on who really cares about you. And most likely, the people who care about you are simply the people who are around you, who love you, who are family, who are very close friends, and then nobody else really gives a damn. And that's okay. That's not bad. It just means they want to live their life alone too. They don't want, not everybody needs to be in everyone's life. Right now, they're trying to put everybody in everyone's life. It doesn't work. You need to be with people who share the same values, and those communities need to start popping up on the internet first, and then it can happen physically. But start finding the people that share those same values that you have, whatever it might be, whether it's food, nutrition, some moral deficit that is not being achieved in the current society that you're in. And there's a bunch of them, but find which one is important to you. And there are definitely people in this world that share that same value that you do. I promise. In fact, I guarantee no matter how you feel, what interests you, you are absolutely not alone. Out of the billions of people on this earth, so many of them share the interests that you have. You just need to find them. Because if you want to go down with this ship, they're not going to be there to protect you. Like we said from the beginning, there's a club and you ain't in it. I'm not in it. You're not in it. Trust me, you probably don't want to be in it. I don't want to be in it. I want to be in my own club. So, 
the point of this video, the point of this podcast is the reason the black community doesn't trust the government and that white people are finally waking up to it is because they have screwed that community in every sense of the word throughout all of history. And to say, have the audacity to say that this time is different. Well, you know what we say, or you know what I say? That is bullshit. Excuse my language, but it's bullshit. I know everyone's waking up. I just want to help people wake up quicker, if that makes sense. Everything will be in the show notes. I thank you all for watching, listening. Um, if you haven't subscribed on the YouTube channel, I would love if you subscribe to the Ownership Economy. That's the YouTube channel name. I believe there's 53 subscribers. If I see it go up, it makes my whole day. Um, or if you listen to it on Spotify uh, or Apple, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, in case you forgot the Ownership Economy with Jonathan Kogan, if you give it a five-star rating, that would be awesome because that helps it with the algorithms because they're trying to censor all this stuff because it goes against their agenda. Honestly, it would mean the world, but you do what you want to do because we believe in individual freedom and pro-human and do whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt other people. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm just telling you it makes my day. I love you all. Stay free and be good to your fellow humans. I love you all.